0: Hey everyone, welcome to Trust the Trail. Thanks again for listening. We are your outdoor guides, Ariane Petrucci.
1: And Scott Jans.
0: This is episode three Pack a Pickle Pop.
1: Pack a Pickle Pop?
0: Yeah, Pack a Pickle Pop.
1: Say that three times quickly Pack a Pickle Pop. I don't know pack that a I. Pop. Pack a Pickle Pop.
0: <laughs> you did a lot better than pickle I probably would have.
1: On <laughs> um, this episode, we're going to give you some basic food tips. On uh, on backpacking food, on, on taking food on the back, uh, taking out, uh, out on the backcountry.
0: Okay, but food is a really broad, tricky subject because it's all opinion-based, though. Correct. So. And everyone likes different things, and everyone. <laughs> you likes and different. I, we take different things. We do. Like. Sometimes you'll have, well, we always have. I our can own tell
1: pets. you which one of us eats more on the trail not me. And I am I'm, I'm not allowed to split my dinners anymore. I I'm fully responsible of bringing my own food for yeah. dinner.
0: But that's not what this podcast is about.
1: No. So, um really we we we, we kind of want to break down um it, the food in different categories. So, I I want to start out um on this podcast for this particular uh, theme for the food theme is kind of kind of going over the myth of backpacking food um, for new for new backpackers, right? For people De- that, debunk it to debunk it, right? Exactly. So one of the things that we see a lot when we do our backpacking boot camp is people running out and thinking that they need to go out and buy the freeze dried food meals. Uh, they come in single packs. They usually come for uh, uh, pack for two people. Um, which, which is never really enough food, but um, they just run out and buy, they buy a, a ton of that stuff and it's a lot of money. Uh, those things usually run seven to $10 a bag depending on what meal you buy. Um, and I kind of wanted to talk about the difference between freeze-dried foods and dehydrated foods and, um, and explain a little bit about what the concept is of the freeze-dried food meal. So um, basically when you are going out and buying a, a big freeze-dried food meal you are really buying a ton of calories a ton of sodium and a, 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 a just just food that's not basically really healthy for you um, in the short term so the concept behind that is that you are you're gonna be burning five to six thousand calories a day And most backpackers that are through hiking or doing a long distance trail, they are burning those calories per day. So those freeze dried meals are great for them because they are just, um, supplying their bloodstream with calories and fat and, uh, sugars and sodium and, and all
0: things you need when you're doing a long distance or multiple, multiple days on end.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, um, you need to uh, resupply your body um, with, all, with all that stuff. The problem is, is that when you're on a one night or two night trip, you don't need six packages of freeze dried food. Um, you'll probably end up gaining weight um, hiking back to your car after a weekend. They're just not made um, for short hikes, even though they're easy and convenient. You just pour water, hot water, into them. Boom! You have a meal.
0: They're expensive and bulky,
1: and they're not necessarily good for you.
0: Well, correct.
1: So we kind of want to kind of debunk the whole run out um, and buy a ton of freeze dried food when you when you go on a short backpacking trip or when you're new to backpacking. We're going to encourage you on this show to experiment a little bit with different foods and kind of kind of uh, get your head into thinking. Um, there is a ton of backpacking food all around you, and it's usually pro- it's usually found at your local grocery store. So we kind of want to talk about that with the the show a little bit. Um, the the reason I got in to alternative foods really is when I was uh, backpacking the Appalachian Trail uh, 2003 on my through hike. Um, I, I completely bought into the myth is that everything I needed had to be freeze dried food, um, because that's what you did. It was backpacking, you buy freeze dried food. You buy backpacking food, and um, it was probably my tenth morning. I dipped into my freeze dried um, powdered egg with bacon bit mix.
0: Oh boy!
1: I know, I know. It was gross, and I, I, <laughs> I literally, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't down it. I couldn't, I couldn't swallow it. I, got, I literally got, I got stuck in my esophagus, oh, and that's um, rough out there. And I got sick. I mean, I. I, I I mean, not to sound gross, but I, you know, it it, it came out all over the picnic table in oh, front of the point. shelter. Oh, so um, I just couldn't, I couldn't take it anymore. So the guy that was at the shelter, a um, really good guy, um, his name was Old Smokey. He's like, well, why are you bringing that stuff? I'm like, well, I don't know, I guess, because I was, so, I'm supposed to bring it. And he said, would he eat that stuff at home? And I said, no. He goes, well, why you? bringing it out here and i go i don't know why and it dawned on me like i don't even like some of this crap and so um it it was then it was like the the like you know the lightning bolt the clouds opened up and the rays of sunshine hit me like oh my god you know like we're gonna put the band back together it was like that moment and i started like really experimenting with different uh kinds of of food, so I mean, like, what, you know, like, what's your experience with freeze-dried food?
0: You know, when you're out there, everything tastes so good, or at least in my opinion, I I eat a lot of food, but when you're out there, there's there's this concept that it tastes so good because you you have nothing, you have no other options. Um, so who doesn't like a salt lick? I mean, right? I mean, that goes without saying, but you know, for me, freeze dried foods um have their benefits, absolutely. Um, it, it, and 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 I have purchased them and eaten them in the past and 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 they're all good in their own realm. Um, th- there's one main advantage that I'm, I wanted to mention because. They, the bags are intended to hold boiling water for an extended period of time. Um, they are there to rehydrate your food. They are, they are designed for that capability. So instead of going out and buying expensive bag after expensive bag after expensive bag, why not just buy one, eat it, but then reuse that bag, for foods that you're more prone to to liking, things that you you've already explored at home. Um, for instance, Norse meals. Everybody knows it. Um, if they're you, everywhere. Absolutely. If you walk your grocery store, they're probably in three separate different aisles. They're, Pasta like, a, they're aisle, like a dollar, like ten rice for ten aisle. They are. So you're spending a dollar for a meal. Well, you have you half your meals, I eat the whole thing. So it's, it goes with the same like serving size. Um, some people eat more than others. So you can break them in half, that's 50 cents for a meal. Um, or you can eat the whole thing. Either way, it's a sufficient amount of food for whatever um, activity you do and how many calories you burn that day. Um, but I, I like to get creative out there and I will mix a Nor's meal with um, a packet of tuna. and um, They have flavored tuna packets. Um, they're extremely condensable. Um, they pack very well. They're, they're relatively lightweight. Um, but you just dump that right in the bag in your pre-existing uh, bag that you've already purchased and reuse it and reuse it. Come home, clean it out, reuse it again.
1: Yeah, because you can't pour hot water in those Norse bags. So that makes sense.
0: Correct, because they're made of paper.
1: And so, normally you would cook that in a pot or pan and dirty that pot or pan, but in this case, but, you can just pour it in the bag.
0: Right. So, I absolutely hate doing dishes in the back country. I steer away from doing dishes at, at all costs. Now, I will say that you can use regular freezer bags, like hefty freezer bags, and they work exactly the same way. But what um, the already pre existing, you know, bags that you're buying have is they have that layer of insulation already built in so um you're accounting for keeping the warmth in to hold your food
1: so that's a really smart idea so you recycle your freeze-dried food bags that you would buy maybe at your you know large local outfitter store
0: absolutely and
1: so you buy that bag and then you you eat it on that trip you take it home wash it and yeah. then you just reuse it over and over and over again.
0: Well, yes. So, to I think an a extent. lot of
1: people throw those away. I think a lot of people when they're when they come back from their backpacking trip, they toss them because I've
0: tossed so many right? and I don't know when it dawned on me that huh, I can reuse this. Right. But but it did and it, it's actually changed everything for me. It's 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 allowed me to get very creative um, if I want couscous one night, I'll have that with uh, you know, uh, Freeze dried or um, mushrooms, peas. I get really creative out there, but but hands down, you can't beat a norse meal. Because there's so many options out there. I feel like there's a new option every other week.
1: And I think it's important for our listeners to know that if you see Ariane eating in the backcountry, do not approach her while she's
0: <laughs> <eating> I'm <laughs> like dinner. the wild animal. Do not approach the wild <laughs> yeah, animal. Do
1: not, do not approach the animal while they're feeding because <laughs> I I think they're, they're the other yeah, she just just don't approach her, just stay away. don't take a selfie Um, practice leave no trace (laughs) do not approach the wildlife you know
0: food is very important for me it's it's it for me food is a comfort right when i'm out there i mean i don't necessarily need the comfort of food but there's something about having a really warm meal in the middle of nowhere and just like thinking how can it get better than this? Well, it can get better than this, but how can it get better than this in that moment? And it's, for me, it's my comfort.
1: Well, I think the, the, the silliest thing we ever thought of was like, hey, let's share a meal to save weight. And uh, it, it took like one night of backpacking. <laughs> <laughs>
0: of extensive, like very hard backpacking. <laughs> Where
1: we split a dinner and Ariane was like you Fire know, eyes. Yeah. It was like the you know, like something out of the exorcism, you know, like, This is not enough, stay away from my food.
0: <laughs> I think I ate both of our breakfasts oh, yeah, for you, the next morning. You, yeah, that you night. totally <laughs>
1: went under my pack and started gorging my food. I know like, but yeah. you know.
0: So anyway, words to the wise just just let me have But I think the recycled
1: the freeze-dried bag uh, tip. I think that's that's just a really good tip. I mean, in the in the long run it's going to save you a, a ton of money too.
0: And it'll allow you to eat the way you choose to
1: eat. Well, because there's healthier stuff out there. So the difference between freeze-dried, which would be your your um, unhealthy food um, and the Norse food, which would be dehydrated food. So, um, and there's a lot of really good food. So we just we just sampled some food on a gear review um, a few weeks ago called Good To Go Meals, and Good To Go Meals are dehydrated foods. Um, you can still pour hot water in the bag, so you can do it that way, but they are much, much, much healthier. And you know, not to push a product or anything like that, but there are a lot of people that eat gluten-free, um, they're vegetarians, and so they, they're really careful on what they eat. And these meals are geared for the active lifestyle or the active outdoors person who wants to eat a little healthier and stick to their, their diet. And so if you're gluten-free at home, you're for sure going to be gluten-free out on the trail. Absolutely. And so there's definitely alternatives to that, and I think that's the whole point of this show is... Is just don't get caught up in the whole hype of having to go out and and buy food that you normally would not eat eat at home um, or uh, go off your diet um, on the trail just because you're hiking the trail. So, um, we definitely wanted to talk about that, and um, and the and the and and the other alternative foods are are just a lot more cost effective.
0: Absolutely, and there, I mean, there's 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 blog after blog after blog out there about creative ways to mix and match and, and design your own food per your taste. So you know, get into that, read them, but um, hands down, I think the whole idea is is that that. Food is relative to the person, and f- explore your food options out there. I mean, walk your grocery store. I mean, wh- I yeah, Scott, remember that one day that we went into the grocery store? We must have spent maybe three hours or just under three hours. Looking at almost every single shelf to discover what they had for backpackers, and it's it's unbelievable.
1: Yeah, that's true. So, um when you start really looking at your um, your items in your grocery store to bring for backpacking, I mean, they're begging you to bring it out. They are. Um, it's packaged. It's ready to go. It's small. it's it's um, usually vacuum packed. So uh, and there's just a lot of really good ideas. and, Uh, food products out there and you know if you're going to be burning calories um you know it's almost irrelevant you know what you start eating um compared to what you normally would eat at home so um you know if you're even on a three-day or four-day backpacking trip you know you you can go if you if you're really a healthy eater and i'm not talking about being a vegetarian or a vegan of course but if you try to watch what you eat you know the nice thing about backpacking and any kind of uh uh, really um, stressful exercise type um, you know like sport whether it's you know running or, or cycling or anything else is that you are burning and uh, a lot of energy and a lot of calories so you know to replenish those calories you can kind of go off the, the general food items and you know buy some you know stuff at the grocery store to take out there that really is 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 good you're going to like it you're going to enjoy it and um and you know it's it's easy to make and you don't have to eat the freeze-dried food now of course i will say this if there was a zombie apocalypse
0: oh you know, we're going there
1: the freeze the freeze-dried food is it's like a must
0: oh for sure
1: and you know like anything that, if and when anything that you buy and the expir- expiration date is 15 years later from the date that you buy it yeah. um I'm, I'm almost positive <laughs> it's going to survive the zombie apocalypse so um, so one of the things uh too about as as are as we're talking about this and we're kind of talking about alternative foods to the, to the freeze dried food gig um there's there's a couple things that uh we want to mention, so <clears throat> depending on what season you go out there um and it's really you know spring to summer you know fall to winter uh really kind of depends on what kind of meals you bring so for people that are, are going out backpacking for the first time, we're kind of approaching a fall, winter, not that far away. And uh, we just kind of want to touch on like your basic food items that you might want to bring on a cold weather trip. So one of the things your body does um, during, during the night is it breaks down sugars. And that creates energy in your body. So one of the, one of the ways to keep you warmer when you're backpacking in colder weather is to bring starchy foods and the Norse meals are perfect for that because yes. it's all noodles it's all
0: starch you can even add starch
1: Abs- yeah absolutely so that so starchy foods instant potatoes great hot meal um, while you're backpacking.
0: Be warned though, the pre-packaged ones, they make almost two meals. They do,
1: They think, yeah. <laughs> you kinda of have to measure that out a little better. You'll be eating potatoes till the cows come home. It, it, there's a lot of instant potato stuff in there. But, I mean, there that's another food choice that is like a dollar. You know, it's it's 10 for 10. And, right. and you can mix and match. You got the cheesy potatoes. You got the, um, you know, you, I mean. You potatoes
0: got, with chives. Yeah,
1: potatoes with chives. Potatoes, potatoes. with bacon. Bacon, right? I mean, a ton of them. A ton of <laughs> you, you got try? a ton of instant potato uh, choices out there. So, um, the the starchy foods, you you eat them at you know during the campfire. Um, you know, have a great meal. You know, you, you made your own meal. That's great. Uh, it takes about an hour for that meal to start breaking down in your system, and as it's breaking down and your body is turning that into sugar in your body, it's creating a lot of energy. And if you've ever eaten a lot of spaghetti or a lot of pasta and like a, a 30 minutes later, you're actually warm. You're actually like taking off your shirt or going outside to get some air. That's because your body's producing all of that energy. And of course, energy in your body creates heat. So one of the things in the winter is, you, you, you know, starchy foods are great for cold weather backpacking. On the opposite side of that, in the summer, you've got your out west which is very dry and then you've got the southeast which is very humid and those are almost kind of different kinds of not only is it a different clothing situation but it's a different food situation so in the desert for example and i'll just kind of kind of throw that out there uh because the desert uh backpacking situation is just a little bit more you know you have to you have to be a little bit more aware of that um oh hydration isn't always
0: about water it's not always about how much water you intake that is correct because as some of you may know some of you may not I learned most recently that your body can I don't want to say overdose but your body can take in too much liquid which I was surprised by.
1: Yeah, and in fact, um, the National Park Service, uh, the Grand Canyon uh, National Park Service really defines what you need to bring to successfully go into the canyon in the summertime. And you would be surprised that water is is highly important, but it's your diet that they're really concerned about. So um, one of the things uh, what you want to put in your backpack when you're desert hiking is... Hydrate
0: by food.
1: Hydrate by food. And, and that's electrolytes. Right. So electrolytes are super, super, super important when you're backpacking in the summer months. And and you kind of have a secret weapon when it comes to the ultimate electrolyte.
0: Ah, the pickle pop. So...
1: I knew we would get to the pickle pop.
0: We, yeah, well, of course. It's the, whole, the entire podcast is about... The pickle pop. Actually, it's Bob's pickle pop is the name of it, and I will promote. Th- oh my god, I love the pickle pop. Okay, so the day I discovered the pickle pop what goes down in history as is, is is one of the most exciting moments. So I love pickles. Obviously, that goes without saying as much excitement as i have for the pickle pot but i have
1: seen her pull out a massive amount of uh cocktail pickles before yes so
0: i used to i used to go hiking with like an entire plastic jar of, of dill pickles like i mean i'm talking whole pickles here and and okay you you tell me how excited you were to eat the pickle, even though you fought me on eating the pickles as a snack. Like, you enjoyed it.
1: Again, you can't get too close while Ariana's was eating, but she right. did share a few pickles with me. I did. And they and, were really good.
0: And they were really good. And, and for me, pickles, by far, top any snack out there. Um, it, it's not just the taste for me, but it is... It's about the hydration. It's about... I don't... Maybe it's just my happy place, but but anyway uh so we are in walmart uh looking for foods and, uh, and again i can spend hours in any grocery store because i'm always discovering new things which is an
1: indication of exactly how much money we make <laughs> as outdoor guides if we're budgeting at walmart but, but it is but really there no, are some good deals in there. there
0: are some incredible deals and so i pass the pickle aisle thinking i'm not gonna do it this time i'm not gonna bring my jar of pickles and lo and behold it it was almost as though it was illuminated on the shelves it was bob's pickle pop and i couldn't believe what i was saying so you guys have to remember um or i mean they even have them now so the the it's the The plastic plastic popsicle the you know throw in the freezer right and you get the whole box, like Sam's Club or wherever, and and you and they come in the rainbow flavors, and, and even though you think they taste differently, I don't think they do. But so you freeze them. It's like well, frozen
1: dye. Water. It is. It's really. And, what it is. This is
0: what Bob's pickle pop is all about. It but it's is, real pickle juice. It is a plastic tube. Very durable, I might add. It has gone through some intense backpacking trips that it should have busted open and it didn't. So, highly durable. And it is a a tube of pickle juice. And I I couldn't wait to get home to, to try the pickle juice. Why did we not try it in the store or the parking lot?
1: I think um, because we are... Uh you know, just the stairs and the the finger pointing um, of of, of us downing, uh, you know, pickle stay juice. Stay away in from the, my pickle juice. <laughs>
0: well, so we wait till we get home for some unknown reason, and we're so excited to experiment with the pickle pop. And we had one, and it was incredible. But I can't even tell you how much more incredible it is out on the trail. It is the the a sensation it's like a rushing sensation of hydration and energy and of course you have to love pickle juice to love it but um highly suggest you guys go out and get yourselves a bob's pickle pop if you at all can withstand and don't freeze them the do taste. not
1: put them in the freezer
0: yeah don't don't freeze them don't they're, make them popsicles, they're not
1: popsicles. <laughs> so i you know like i was i was a little skeptical um but I I was re- relishing in Ariane's excitement of the pickle pop, so when we we were in Arizona and we it was you know we, we a hot day of backpacking and and she brings out the pickle pops and she goes here have a pickle pop and I'd kind of forgotten that we had we had brought them and I I can tell you that it was one of the most refreshing little pick me ups I I have ever had.
0: Consider it electrolytes on steroids.
1: And it and it is. So if you you know if you do research on how to replenish your electrolytes, pickle juice is like way up there. So I mean it's way up there.
0: So pack a pickle pop.
1: Pack a pickle pop.
0: But you know what? So th- some of our listeners may not actually like pickle juice, and 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 I understand because that is a select group of people that may love it as much as I do. But so other foods. Um, banana chips
1: banana chips are really good any kind of like um uh dehydrated vegetables like um kale and uh you know uh, any any kind of vegetable is really good uh, even mm-hmm. like you know bringing your short stem like carrot sticks on uh, the trail anything that you can uh, uh peanuts nuts really good raisins really good for electrolytes so um, we, and it's a, just a really super important, especially when you're, um, you know, you're out there in, in the hot uh, desert heat backpacking. Electrolytes is such an important food item to make sure that you have You know, I backpack. thought
0: of another one, coconut. Oh, yeah,
1: coconut. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's huge. That's a good one. Huge. Uh, and coconut chips are really good with, ironically, the pickle pop. For some reason, the coconut and I the like, pickle juice—they go like, together.
0: I like my pickles straight up.
1: I wonder how many members. I wonder how many listeners we just lost by the coconut pickle juice combination. But Probably they not. are really good. Trust us, they are really good. Um, so, like, so typically, um, what what you know? If I looked in your backpacking, uh, your food bag, what what is a typical meal that you would be pulling out uh, of your food bag?
0: well hands down a pickle pot but we've already established that is always in there um
1: well first of all i would never go into your food bag
0: correct so i (laughs) wise wise (laughs) i yeah i like to mix it up to be honest so i'm always throwing in a variety of things but i will say that i'm pretty structured with with a few things and I'm a I I I tend to have a Norse meal or couscous or some sort of typically rice dish mixed with um tuna or salmon uh, flavored. But but um I I don't leave home without a Werther's candy and I know that sounds really odd, but that and the Justin's peanut butter packs. Those those are always in there because those are things that I don't have. I can I can zip up in my side pockets or become very accessible, accessible to me. And if I'm feeling like I just need a boost of something or if I'm feeling a little sluggish or just I need a pick-me-up. Um, I pop a Werther's Candies in there or I... You know, if, if it's if it's a need for more hefty, I'll, I'll do a Justin's peanut butter packet. And I can walk with it and eat it very easily and then tuck it back into my pack to pack out later. Um, just don't forget to put that in your food bag overnight or you might get some unwanted visitors. But I experienced that the hard way. But those, hands down, I like those like simple snack choices that i can as i'm walking on the trail kind of boost my energy so i'm not having to stop as frequently
1: so you would probably go the if you're going to go on a five-day trip you probably probably go to the grocery store first
0: yeah and i'm probably shopping more for snacks than anything else but that's probably not the way to go
1: yeah i'm not a you're you're a much bigger snack eater than i am i'm kind of like a um probably like even on a 18-mile day, I'm probably like a two to three snack guy with three meals. So I normally try to bring food that is easily compressible. So my breakfast would really consist of a bagel that I can split in two and probably the, the pre-cooked bacon that you can buy at your grocery store that's already pre-cooked. And um, kind of heat that up a little bit. I one thing about me is I do like to cook in the backcountry.
0: You like your breakfast. I That's do like the my difference. breakfast,
1: and I'm I'm willing to sacrifice a little weight um, for the comfort food. You talked about comfort food, and right, and, you know, like a nice bacon um, or uh, egg bacon um, bagel is really. That's my happy place in the morning time with a cup of coffee. So I tend to look for foods that are pre-cooked at the grocery store, like, um, you know, bacon and, and um, you know, like sausage and other items like uh, that, that, are, that are already pre-cooked and in a worst case scenario, weather-wise, or you have a piece of gear failure that breaks down, such as your stove, I can still eat and, um, and even though it would be cold, it wouldn't do me any harm, and it, it's, it's, the, the food's already pre cooked. So I tend to go that way. So, um, And I'm a big sandwich eater, so probably uh, after I have my breakfast on a snack, I will actually make myself like a peanut butter sandwich um, or even a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Um, you know, um, I'm the guy that's in your local fast food. Uh, place Stealing all the little ketchups and the relishes and the mustards. Oh, I
0: got you some more mayonnaise packs today. Thank you. You're welcome.
1: And so I'm that guy. So um, because I, I know I'll use them all on the trail and they're very, they're easily packable and they're, they're tiny. And so I'll probably have like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich on the trail as a snack um, or a lunch. And then my dinner, you know, I'm usually mixing and matching. I love the, the, the Norse foods and... Um, Ariane's idea about using a, a like a recycled uh, freeze-dried bag and and making something in there um i definitely try to make my own different meals i'm a big tortilla person so um i will buy the steak and fajita mix the North steak and fajita mix on a tortilla and then i throw some maybe like uh you know um pre-cooked um steak in there pre-cooked uh you know, um, sausage in there and make uh, make a really good tortilla uh, for myself. And, and those are great in the winter because I get my starch and I get my protein mix. Um, and it's good in the summer too. So yeah, I'm, I, mean, I, I like to cook a little bit. So I'll probably bring that food. I'm not a really big freeze-dried uh, food uh, fan, but there's definitely some good meals out there i probably like the pasta stuff is is the best so um yeah so um that's that's usually what what do you think of, what's your favorite dessert that's where we haven't really talked about that. What's your favorite dessert
0: on the trip? <laughs> Oddly enough, the freeze-dried right. dessert. Right. Yeah. <laughs> As cream, we're talking about this, it is—it's a yeah, cream, cream brulee. brulee and yeah. I, hands down. Hands—it is really heavy to carry, but it is worth it if I'm gonna be out there for multiple days, or if it's a winter backpacking trip. I, you know, I want something sweet, but um, really, I'm an apple cider gal. Right. I—I I, I like the routine of having my apple cider before I go to sleep.
1: In the summer too? Yes. Yeah, even uh, in the summer. Really, yeah. Yep. Absolutely.
0: I just, you know, but that but that's my that's my evening comfort. Um but that about that about I don't know. That's about all the contents in my food bag. It's it's but it's a lot of food. I I, I sometimes I pack two meals Overnight. this is really embarrassing to admit
1: i think the food is probably the hardest thing to pack um because it's it's not really it's not really static so you know you're gonna you know you know people tend to pack for the what if well what if i'm out there another day or what if i'm out there longer or what if this goes wrong or whatever and and really um i think if you plan i i tend to really plan out my meals specifically to exactly what i'm going to eat when where and i think about how i'm going to be eating those on the trail so is it raining is it sunny out is it cold is it is it hot and i i really kind of visualize that uh, before i go and that really helps me plan my my meal so i'm not taking uh too much but uh you know it it the food thing is it's a broad subject. There's a lot of content out there about it. But I think the point is, is explore. Don't explore. explore your
0: options. Yeah. Explore Be creative. What's out there and don't eat something you don't don't, like. don't eat something you don't like, and and don't think oh it'll taste okay out there. I'll just I'll do it. Um, get creative. There's there's so many resources out there.
1: Odds are if you're gonna if you hate it in your house, you're gonna hate it on the trail. So Absolutely. if you don't like something, don't don't. And we we see that a lot with our boot camp class. We we see a lot of people eating meals that they just can't stand, and then they and then I, I feel sorry for them because they try to pass it off. <laughs> hey, hey hey, do you want this? Do you,
0: do you want to finish this for me? Yeah,
1: I'm like, no, no, I don't want to finish <laughs> it. I can't stand what you're eating right now. And so, so um, that's really the point. Is just you know, be be different. Um, think about what you like, and and don't be afraid to be creative. And definitely don't be afraid to um, drop us a line and ask us uh, about uh, some food choices. So, um, so I think that's about it for the show. Right?
0: Yeah, you know what? You should let us know what your favorite recipes are
1: that's a good idea you should go to the backpacker.tv that's www.thebackpacker.tv and share us share us some recipes if you have a favorite backcountry recipe or a foodie that you really like um whether it's camping backpacking it doesn't really make any difference we would love to see we'd, we'd love to see different ideas and uh maybe you guys can give us some tips on on what uh, you're bringing out there so that would be that'd be awesome
0: yeah love it
1: so thanks for listening you guys uh, we will see you next Thursday on uh, episode four of trust the Trail and we hope you have a really good week get All out right. get outdoors.